welcome to Viva La Action, the action movie podcast where we're talking about all things action movies. The good, the bad, the underrated. My name is Hadi, and with me as always is my co-host, it's Grayson. Hello. Hitler has attacked Europe. Oh, no. <laughs> They're running blitzes in London. Running a blitz in London. <laughs> Paris has fallen. <laughs> What's cracking? Uh, not much. Just we- chilling. We have about a gallon of liquid on this table. <laughs> yeah. We each have three little bottles of water. Yep. And a cup of coffee each. And Santi ate <sighs> some hot as shit ramen. Very hot and spicy ramen. Bulldog ramen, if anybody knows what I'm talking about. I ate the, um, I can't remember which flavor it is, but they have different ones. There's like a carbonara one. There's like a kimchi flavored one. Ooh. But the one I eat is the black one. The black one. Which is just pure pain yeah. is <laughs> hatred <laughs> but this is a very special episode hell yeah um we just wrapped up the very first year of our podcast that's crazy we finished what i'm calling season one of viva la action we've had many ups and downs yeah trials and tribulations yeah good movies and bad and everything in between is there anything you'd like to say about the year before we start giving out some awards it was crazy. Uh, I think it, <laughs> I'm trying to collect my thoughts here. Nah, it was crazy. Uh, I've never done anything like this. Yeah. For this long. Yeah. Uh, and so the fact that, like, we're still doing it. Yeah. It's crazy. And we're kind of growing is mm-hmm. it just, it blows my mind. Yeah. I, I don't have any numbers in front of me, but I think our very... Because our very first episode did really well. Yeah. And then our second episode, we had this really dramatic drop Drop, off because we talked about a less popular movie. In fact, we talked about a movie nobody had ever seen or heard of. (laughs) And so um, we've steadily kind of built up from there. Yeah. Um, Like on YouTube, we went from having like two subscribers to now I think we're around 160. Right. Which is crazy. That doesn't make any sense to me. Over 100 people thought that we're interesting enough to listen to yeah even though i think we're dumb (laughs) (laughs) just a little bit (laughs) Um, so before we get into this thank you to everybody who's listened yep um we have more on the way i'm not planning on stopping anytime soon hell no i have too many random things i want to talk about (laughs) so um we're gonna get the way this is gonna work i've i've made a bunch of awards and i've got a bunch of like nominees as you will um, there's a couple in here that are like free choice, so they'll just be like things that we think of. Um, and then I told you that if you thought of anything, you yep. can just throw it in kind of in the middle. Yeah. Um, but we're going to get into this now. Um, uh, cue fanfare. That's the dryer beeping. <laughs> uh, That's okay. our fanfare. That is our fanfare. Hopefully I added in some like lovely Academy style music. Or something. Um, yeah. Some applause. Yeah. Do something goofy. Yeah, I'm going to put in the goofy theme. <laughs> I'm going to put in just five minutes of goofy laughing. Yuck. Yuck. Getting the yuck. I'm going to start us off easy. Um, I've got yeah. a category in here that um, there's one nominee. Oh, um, excellent. So this should be easy for yeah. us. It is best movie that came out in 2023 that we reviewed on the show. And the only nominee is John Wick Chapter 4. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, then I guess um, it's a tough choice. It is a tough say. choice. 
But I think we're going to have to give it to John Wick Chapter 4. I'm going to have to give it to John Wick Chapter 4. Yeah. Um, A great film. Fantastic. I loved it at the time. Yep. I've watched it since. It's still great. Yeah. Um, I watched it on a plane where they edited out the more brutal stuff, um, which was kind of funny because they do that classic dubbing thing where, like, they just get another guy to, like, say a different word instead (laughs) of, like, a bad word. Yeah. So... Uh, somebody would be like, are you ready to give them hell? But instead they're like, are you ready to give a peck? Heck. <laughs> it's like a little robotic. Yeah. Yep. Are you ready to give them heck? Yeah. <laughs> or it's like, I'm going to kick your butt. You right. Know? Yeah. Like, uh, it was good. Yeah. They, Excellent. Yeah. And they edited out all the blood, which I thought was weird. But, you know. Oh, okay. Well. Whatever. Um, anyway, John Wick Chapter 4 is now streaming. On on Peacock, I think. I, I know never, some of them are on Netflix. Some are on Netflix. Netflix has gotten a bunch of stuff lately. I don't yeah. know what's up with that. I but don't know. With Netflix, they like get a bunch of really good stuff. Yeah. And then like the very next year, they just drop a bunch of good stuff. Yeah, they just drop it all. <coughs> and then they're just streaming like Christmas in the butthole or whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's, that was a bad joke. <laughs> Christmas in Connecticut. Right. And you're like, I don't want to watch Christmas yeah. in Connecticut. It's just like some 60-year-old guy and... He's fallen in love over Christmas or whatever. Yeah. I was on Tubi the other day. We've got one award in and I'm already derailed. (laughs) That's fine. So you know Tubi, right? It's the streaming service. Yeah. I love Tubi. Yeah. Yeah. We're on Tubi, probably. They just have everything on Tubi. True. No, we're not on Tubi. But we should we should be. We should be. Tubi's great if you don't if you don't have Tubi. Um, but I was on there the other day because my wife was wrapping Christmas presents. Um and I was lazy, and I just throw all my presents in bags. So I didn't have anything to do. Um, so I was, like, scrolling through Tubi because I was looking for, like, some Christmas movies. Yeah. Let me tell you, Tubi's, Tubi's selection is supreme. Really? They had classics like Most Wanted Santa. <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite one was, um, it's called, like, Santa's Got Style. And it's about, like, a mall... Like, you know, they, they need, like, a mall Santa. Yeah. But instead, they give him, like, a makeover. So, it's this, like, super young man. Yeah. And he's got, like, beautiful hair and a beautiful yeah. face. But then he's got this giant Santa beard. <laughs> and he's wearing, like, a Gucci, like, you oh know. Oh, my God. It's fantastic. I didn't end up watching it, but I, the yeah. bit of it that I saw was was wonderful. So Excellent. Uh, that's my choice for Tubi movie of the year. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Okay. Um, so... Our next category. This one is going to be probably different for both of us. Okay. Um, this is best movie that came out in 2023 that we didn't review on the show. Oh. Um, so this could be any movie, any genre. <laughs> yeah. Um, mine is probably going to be an action movie, but that's just because of what I watch mostly. Yeah. And so just go through your brain. If you need to look up need, what yeah. came out in 2023, you can feel free. Look that up because um, fuck, I barely remember yesterday. Some notable ones for me before I reveal. I really liked uh, this movie I saw very early in the year. It was called Sisu. Um, It was a Finnish action movie. I think we talked about it back when we used to have mini episodes. I really loved that movie. I really liked this Korean film called Ballerina. I thought that was fantastic. I really liked... Oh, what else came out this year? I liked Fast X. It's not my favorite Fast and Furious movie, but I liked it. I never got to finish it because some dickhead shut up the theater that's right yes i remember what else came out i watched that that new hunger games uh ballad of Ah, songbirds and snakes that was 
That was pretty good. Um, oh, New Mission Impossible was great. I didn't see that one. I watched Silent Night. I didn't like it. That's fair. Um, oh, the Dungeons and Dragons movie was pretty good. Oh, that was really good. That was pretty that good. That was a good fucking... That was a good movie. I really wanted to watch Renfield. I never got around to it. I watched it. Yeah? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah? There's okay. a weird, like, mafia storyline in it that I didn't love, but... <laughs> All right. Nicolas Cage is great. Oh, he And he's, he is. he's a wonderful Dracula. Yeah. Um, Ooh, the new Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. I haven't re- seen it. Oh, so good. Oh, I really liked Barbie. Barbie I watched was that good. finally. I still haven't seen Oppenheimer. I neither have I. Um apparently Cocaine Bear was really good. I've heard that. I <laughs> I'm, I'm adverse to watching it. I can't explain why, but I just <laughs> Wait, you don't want to watch a bear like get it. hopped up on Coke? No, it's not that. It's just it's <laughs> like this is me being elitist. Yeah. And I will admit it. When Cocaine Bear was coming out, I'm just saying, I'm just gonna yeah. talk about this while you're looking. Yeah. Um everybody was like, isn't this the craziest thing that could ever be made into a movie? Like, isn't this so wild? And as somebody who has seen my fair share of the weirdest things you've ever seen in your life, yeah. I just it kind of bugs me because it's kind of like eh. this kind of movie has been made forever. Yeah. Like if you go back to like the 70s and 80s, there are just these like insane movies where animals and all kinds of stuff is like yeah you know whatever so it's like it's not that crazy to me so it kind of bugs me for that reason but (laughs) once i can put that aside i'll finally get around to watching it your face changed what happened okay so i'm on google yes right looking up all the movies that came out in 2023 Uh (laughs) uh-huh there's a category okay right so it has like right popular 2023 movies topics Uh for you 2023 action there's There's a category. <laughs> uh-huh. More like, and you you cannot oh my God. guess. Is it Mexican-American? Yeah, yeah more, I have the same yeah, category. More like Mexican-American. <laughs> Fast X, number one, right? Super Mario Bros. Uh, and I'm like, none of these are like... It's because Mex- we, we had to Google it so much. <laughs> yeah. Now Google thinks that's our favorite movie of all time. <laughs> Which is upsetting. Blue Beetle. That Blue Beetle movie that oh, came I, out. I haven't seen it. Oh, man, it's so good. It was oh, really, really, really good. This was a good year. It was. There were some absolute fucking bangers that came out. But um, while you think about it, I'll, I'll just go ahead and reveal my favorite. Yeah. It's pretty obvious, but it was Godzilla Minus One. Okay. Um, came out right at the end of the year. Just swept everybody else to the side. Yeah. It's not my favorite Godzilla movie. I need everyone to know that. I'm different. But um, I loved it. I think it's great. It's it's one of the better modern Godzilla movies <laughs> It's very heartfelt. Yeah. It's very... It's got some of the best human characters. Um, it's probably got better human characters than all the American Godzilla movies. Um, yeah, it's just great. I, I think it I think it can sit alongside the American ones. Like, mm-hmm. they're very different. Yeah. Um, Godzilla's a mean, mean animal in this one. Um, That's what I've heard. The effects are very good. I don't think they're as good as some people think they are. Really? I think they're real shoddy in places, yeah, which is well. not bad. I mean, no. it's, for the budget that it was made on, I think it's it looks very, very good. Um, yeah, big fan of it. Uh, Godzilla Minus One. That's probably my favorite movie of the whole year. Okay. Um, but what about you? Ah, uh, Man, it's, a, it's real hard to choose between the... Um, Dungeons and Dragons movie and Blue Beetle because Blue Beetle was just so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
across the Spider-Verse. Honestly, I'm probably going to have to give it to Dungeons & Dragons. Yes. Um, I think they did a fantastic job of adapting a tabletop, yeah. um, you know, turn-based combat RPG uh-huh. <clears throat> um, into a movie. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, the the actors mm-hmm. just goaded. Yeah. Um, Chris Pine... I love him. Yeah. Uh, he He's like one of the best Chris's. Yes. And I just, I it was so good. Because I, you know, if you've ever played Dungeons and Dragons or been around it and you watch that movie, you can pick out like, oh, I know what that spell mm-hmm. is. Or, oh, I know what, yeah. you know, class ability that is. And it's just really cool. I know a lot of people <clears throat> had an issue with the uh, uh, druid um, wild shaping into a... Owlbear. Owlbear. Uh, but here's the thing. It's made up. Yeah, it's not real. It's you not, can do whatever you, you want. You can do whatever you want. Um, <laughs> so, uh, to those people, I say... Sh- Grow up. Shove it up your ass. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, it's like, just Oops, get over sorry. it. It's it's cool as fuck to watch a fucking owlbear from the top ropes. Yeah. Just pummel the shit out of the big bad evil and, guy. And it just, <laughs> it just had, like... It it nailed the vibe yeah. of the dumbest group of people trying to accomplish something. Yep. And like it's it's a you know, in the end it ends up being like a big kind of event. Yeah. But what I liked about it was it's not a world ending story. No. At the heart of it, it's just about one guy trying to get his daughter back. Yeah. And like they picked the perfect like group of actors to represent like you and your dumb friends getting through this dumb adventure. And, like, yep. my favorite character in the whole thing is the super serious paladin. Yeah. Because that every, every D&D group has a guy yep. who takes it so seriously. And he, he has zero sense of humor. Yep. There's that great bit where he goes over the rock because he refuses <laughs> to go, go around, around it. it. Like, <coughs> just a great movie. Like, yeah. loved it to death. Yeah. I hope it gets another sequel. I, or oh, man. A sequel of any kind. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Because I forget. It was so long ago when I watched this. But if I remember correctly, there was like one part where they just spent forever yeah. on a plan. Yeah. And it just <laughs> didn't work. It just doesn't work. Yeah, it just yeah. didn't work. Which, if you've ever played D&D, that's how it goes. Yeah. Or like it's the like investigated door because the DM... Described it just a little, like, too <laughs> intricately. And so you're like, mm, yeah. that door, I don't know. Yeah. And it just is, like, a door. And it's the perfect, like, Chris Pine is the perfect person to play, like, a bard. A fucking bard, yeah. Because he's, like, he's handsome. And yep. you believe that he's this, like, swab, whatever. But he's he's so goofy. Yeah. And, like, all their plans are the dumbest. Like, They're just the like, worst. Like, the plan to break out is, like... They're just waiting for this Araco, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Aracoca. Aracoca, and they, his name's Jarnathan, <laughs> so that they can tackle him out of a window. Like, yep. just like that's a hundred percent the kind of plan that you know people who play D anD D would come up with. It's, right. It's a great movie. It's and so it, good. It's just a shame it didn't make any money, but it's I like know. I just wanted to make more of them i know please the one thing i was a little bummed about is that we didn't really get to see like because he's a bard we didn't get to mm. see like bardic inspiration no um or any of like kind of the book the bard spells mm-hmm. i mean you could argue that maybe he was you know a different subclass that didn't really focus on yeah 
spell casting, um, but you know, he'd still have some. I wanted right. to see what Bardic Inspiration would look like. Yeah. Um, but I other than that, it was really fucking good. It's so good. So, so that that's a good my, choice. That has to be my top. Good choice. <clears throat> okay. Moving on from movies that came out this year. Um, let's talk about specifically movies we watched on this podcast. Uh, and this next category, um, it's more subjective, but, uh, I think it's in, I don't know. So, uh, <laughs> the next category is best underrated film of the year. Oh, um, so these are movies that in my opinion, we talked about that aren't necessarily mainstream movies, right? They're not necessarily talked about very often as yeah. like some of the best. Right. Um, so here, here's the ones that I picked out that I think <clears throat> fall into that. But if you have anything else that you want to throw in there, feel feel free. Okay. So number one, I have Cleopatra Jones. Okay. I have Braven. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Constantine. Mm. Yip Man, The Final Fight. Lost Bullet. Ninja Assassin. 13 Assassins. And Fury. Fury. Those were... It, I looked at some of the others like... I thought about including like Yip Man 4, but in my opinion, that one is like very well loved and people yeah. talk about it. So I'm like, I don't consider that underrated. Right. For me, it's like movies that you don't see in the conversation a lot, I guess. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. My my first instinct is go Constantine, but that, I don't know if it's, people have a love-hate relationship with that movie. A lot yeah. of people are like, oh, that's a terrible movie. It's not an accurate representation of Constantine. Right. And then on the other hand, people are like, Shut up. It's cool. Yeah, it is cool. And Keanu Reeves is amazing. Yeah. Um, and it's maybe getting a sequel. Ooh. Yeah, maybe. Are they better. Well, it's it's in pre-production, but okay. we'll see if it manifests. I'm going to hold them at gunpoint. <laughs> um, what were the other ones on that list? So we got Cleopatra Jones. Okay. That was pretty good. Braven. Constantine. We already talked about. Yip yep. and the Final Fight, which is our second ever episode. Um, right, yes. Lost Bullet which was that French movie. Oh, uh, yeah. Ninja Assassin, 13 Assassins, and Fury. Fury. Hmm. Okay, I think I have my choice. Okay. I don't know. This is a good list. It's, it is a solid list. It's hard to pick, but I think I have my my favorite. Okay. Out of that list. Hmm. All right, we'll, we'll say it at the same time. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Lost Thirteen bullet. assassins. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I really, really liked Thirteen Assassins. Yeah. Um. It. I mean, it had it. You know, there was some. Was that was the one with like the rough, dark stuff? Right? Yes. Yeah. 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 There, there was that, but like. <coughs> I think, I just think the story was really good, and yeah. the characters were really likable, mm -hmm. and it was clear, like, what their goal was in that movie. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I just, okay. I liked it. I think for me, why I say Lost Bullet, and we don't have to come to a consensus yeah. on this, it, it, we, we can pick whatever we want, but <laughs> I think looking at this list, the reason I say Lost Bullet is because I think it's the most underrated in okay. terms of if you were to look through netflix's category yeah and you saw that come up 
you'd be like, who cares, right? Right. Because it looks like every generic yeah. action thriller French, you know, Liam thing, Neeson yeah. thing, right? Yeah. But it's so much better <laughs> than it has any right to be. Yeah. And that final car chase is, is so fucking amazing. It is very good. filled with moments that, for its tiny little budget, are way better than it has any <laughs> right, right to, to be. be. Yeah. Like, like that moment where he he's hauling one car and then yep. he like rips the fender off the other car <laughs> and like spit like just these crazy stunts yep. done on this little French country road <laughs> for like no money is yep. crazy to me. And I love 13 Assassins. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, but it's yeah. like I feel like when people talk about that movie, it sits where it's supposed to, I yeah. guess. You know, Fury I love, but it's like it's so grim and yeah. like, you know, sad and Braven to me is like, it's great, but it's not, it, uh, let me, let me rephrase yeah. that. It's good and I like it, but it's not great. great. Yeah. You know, it's, it's fun to watch, but it's yeah. not something that's going to sit in history, I no. guess. No, and it's, it feels like one of those, like, those, like, just like rom-com christmas movies that right. they pump out all the time it's yeah. like this was the action mer- yes. movie version yeah. of that right they were like oh we just need an action christmas movie mm-hmm. uh grab what's his nuts and yeah. t- throw some bullets at him and it's it's good and it's quick and it's dirty but yeah. it's like and it's got creative stuff in it but i yeah. i don't usually sit around thinking i should watch braven you know <laughs> right yeah but lost bullet i look at this list that's the one that i could put on at any time and just be yeah. like this is fucking great. And yeah. it's so short. It's only it 90 minutes. <clears throat> I did really like that about, about Lost Bullet. And Ninja Assassin is similar. Yeah. But I have to be in a mood to watch Ninja. Like, I have yeah. to be wanting something silly and yes. and fun and whatever. Yeah. Whereas Lost Bullet, it's it's got a good mix of everything. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But 13 Assassins is fucking phenomenal, too. It is very good. All right. Well, that was a good one. Yeah. I liked that. Yeah. Okay. Here's our next category. And this right. one's kind of a, uh, a, what's the word? Like jumbo shrimp. <laughs> what do you call that? What? What do you, you know, what's the <laughs> word? It's like, it's something that like, it's two, two things that should describe it. Oh, an oxymoron. Yes. So this next category is a bit oxymoronic. Okay. But it's best worst film of the year. <laughs> okay. So these are all the worst movies we watched this year. Yep. Which of these is the best one? Is the best of the worst. And yep. I don't mean that like the worst worst. <laughs> I mean like of the of the crap. Which of this crap is the best crap, right. I guess. Which would if if forced to, which would we watch again? Yes, exactly. Gotcha. Okay. 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 So we've got Lone Wolf McQuaid. <laughs> yeah. Mexican American. Hard ticket to Hawaii. Uh. Jim Cotta. Paul Blart Mall Cop, Ugh. Ballistic X versus Sever, and I gave an honorable mention. You can throw this one in if you want. You don't yeah. have to. To Fat Man. Okay. Okay. Because we went into yeah. that thinking it would be good, and then it was and not it that was good. Kind of terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um. I have my answer, I, but I'll let you think about it. I had to watch one of those again. Okay, I think I have my answer. You have your answer? Yeah. Okay, we'll go on three. Okay. One, two, 
Three. Jim Cotta. McQuaid. Oh, interesting. <coughs> I did not expect that. Okay. Yeah. Why? As much as I hate Chuck Norris, I think of of all of the bad movies, I think that was the least boring. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <coughs> um, Jim Cotta. I don't remember Jim Cotta well enough. But you know what? Now that you say that, of all the ones that we've watched, this list makes Lone Wolf McQuaid look so good. Oh, so it does. <laughs> well, and that's the other part of like why I I said that because I was like, you were like, and like you said Mexican American, I was like, Ugh. yeah, and then Paul Blart was like, Ugh. yeah, and fucking Exorcist. <laughs> like compared to all of those, Lone Wolf McQuaid is so fine. Yeah, it's yeah, it is. <laughs> Oh, yes, Jim Cotta. You know, okay, I can see why you said Jim Cotta. Mm-hmm. Honestly, for me, like, if I was forced to, Lone Wolf would be top, and then I think Jim Cotta would be a close okay. second. Just because it is a little bit ridiculous, mm-hmm. especially when he gets on the fucking pommel horse. Yes. It's just, like, swinging around. Yes. Right? But I, Lone Wolf... Uh, man, it was the least boring yeah. of all of them, and it it felt like there was some effort put into right. it. Yeah, um, I will say this for Lone Wolf McQuaid: looking at all of these, <laughs> at least in Lone Wolf McQuaid, you can tell that a Chuck Norris is trying, <laughs> and b he's doing an okay job of it. Yeah, like. Yes. He's at least been in enough of this kind of movie. To know what he's doing. To know what he's doing. Like, yeah. he's not putting in, you know, an Oscar-winning performance. Oh, but God, no. He's believable as the character that he's playing. Yes. As much as I don't like Lone Wolf McQuaid, <laughs> at least yeah. watching it, you're like, uh-huh, uh, that's <laughs> <yeah>. that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, that's that's pretty much it. That's spot on. But I'm sticking with Jim Cotta. No, that's fair. Because Jim Cotta is insane. <laughs> yes. And it has that weird... <laughs> sequence where it gets all weird and yeah. they're punching the mentally ill and he's on the pommel horse yeah and it's got that great scene at the beginning where he's in the worst training montage of all time <laughs> yeah yeah no. and that's also when you re-listen because whenever i make like a tiktok or whatever i, I have to re-listen to episodes to find yeah. like good parts clips yeah Jim Cotta is probably our funniest episode. Like, is it really? Just re-listening to it, like, I don't always laugh at, you know, our podcast because I'm like, yeah. we're doing this, this isn't, you know, whatever. Right. That episode makes me laugh out loud harder than any episode that we've made. Like, just <laughs> your utter bewilderment is yeah. amazing. Yeah. We, we're all, I don't know, that that movie holds a special place in my heart. No, that's fair. Ballistic that's fair. is boring. It's so god awful. I can't even and it's, it, try to like that. And I, I said this so many times when we recorded that episode, but mm-hmm. like the fact that you got Lucy Liu and you, and yeah. you did that to her, that's unacceptable. It is unacceptable. Like jail time. It is for you. Fuck. So before I get into this next award, okay, because this is probably going to be my favorite award of the day. Okay. Um, I wanted to ask: Did you have any awards that you wanted to present? do you have like a best soundtrack on there no i don't but that's a good one that is a good one because we we tend to talk a lot about the soundtrack when we Mm. 
<clears throat> um, Ooh, that is good. Let me think about that. Yeah, hmm. I need to, I need to look through all yeah. of our fucking episodes. Um, a couple. But yeah, I was I was driving here and I was thinking about like what we tend to talk a lot about yeah. with these movies. I was like, soundtrack is. I'm trying to think. Because it's, it's rare that a soundtrack jumps out. Yeah. Unless it's bad. Unless it's terrible. Yeah. Ooh, I think I have my answer. Oh, man, there's some good ones in here. <coughs> no, yeah. I have my answer. I'm, I'm ready to go. Oh, I forgot we watched The Mummy. Yes. Uh, oh, God, there it is. Mexican-American. <laughs> Fucking hell. We could give the award for worst soundtrack. Worst soundtrack, <laughs> and that gets it. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know. I think that one loses for not really having a soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, oh, fuck. I forgot about Triple R. Hold on. It yeah. throws a wrench in my thing. Yeah. I know. I'm kind of torn between three different. No, I still have mine. I'm good. Okay. I think. Ooh, I think I have mine. Okay. Yeah. I think I have mine. Okay. We'll go on three. <clears throat> One, two, three. Indiana Jones. Ooh. That's a good choice. That is also a very good choice. I was I was thinking about Yip Man 4 yes. and... Oh, shit. What was... But Indiana Jones. That's a I, good one. Yeah. I was also thinking about... Um, tr- um, I'm obviously Triple R. Yes. Um, and I did really like the Train to Busan. It was very good. Soundtrack. But see, I almost went Mission Impossible. I was thinking about that, and I thought you might choose it. But I think I feel like it's cheating, yeah, because that theme is so iconic, yeah, that it's like hard to overlook it, yeah. But Indiana Jones is so good. It is well, and I I kind of the same thought about Indiana Jones, but like Indiana Jones is such like a comfort movie for me, yeah. And like I grew up with it, and I watch it for my birthday every year. Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, come on, it's John Williams, yeah. And so, like, he's kind of the goat. He is the goat. Um, and so, I I had to just for it being a classic and yeah. just a comfort thing. I but, agree. But, uh, no, Yip Man 4, that, that fucking hit. I think I just go with Yip Man 4 because when I think about music in a movie, mm-hmm. the Yip Man theme is so amazing. <laughs> yeah. Like... It elevates that movie. Like, you watch these other Yip Man movies. Yeah. And they're pretty good. Yeah. But the thing that the two things that they're missing are Donnie Yen and yes. his, his choreography and the music. Like, the music in yeah. Yip Man is so good. Like, just that, that like, oh, like when it's <laughs> yeah. like, you know, Yo. and he's like <clears throat> fighting somebody and it's these like crazy like violin compositions and Yo. it's just like, those take those movies like the next level up. Like yeah. they just they're so and like Indiana Jones I love and John Williams is always good, but yeah. like Indiana Jones would be great without the music. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. Without the music, Yip Man is still good, yes. but it's not what it is. Right. I think. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's just so yeah, but those are both good choices. Yeah. No, Yip Man's a solid choice. I did really enjoy the <sighs> that soundtrack. Okay. Do you have any others? Not that I can think of. No. Okay. We'll keep thinking about it. Yeah. And we'll go through our next few. So, this one's very special to my heart. Okay. Um, this is the Damien Chapa Award for most inexplicable moment. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
Yes. And let me tell you, for the for this being the first year of this award, we got some real we got like some contenders. Hell this yeah. is gonna be a, a close category. So first up we have uh the man. Look at those pearly white scene. Um, oh. <laughs> so we have that whole scene in Mexican American where he yep. has to get the ten thousand dollars. Yep. Um next we have the pommel horse slash village <laughs> of the crazies yep. from Jim Cotta. Yep. We have the guy on the skateboard slash sex doll from Martin Hawaii. Yep. We've got the pissing kid from Thirteen oh Assassins. My God. Yeah. Um, we've got the weird little person villain from Lone Wolf McQuaid. And finally, we have the entire plot of Ballistic X versus Sever. <laughs> yeah. By the way, if anybody wants a really good moment from our podcast, go listen to about the midway point of the Ballistic episode where I try to explain to Grayson the plot of Ballistic. <laughs> yeah. And I get lost in the middle and we just talk about something else. It's yeah. very good. It, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is a close a close yeah. category. Man, there's some good There is some up good shit. ones. But I think I got mine. I, I got mine. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. The pissing cake. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, because I, I vivid... Okay, so first of all, the sex doll. <laughs> I... Yes, that was that was wild. However, <clears throat> just based off of how that movie is, yeah, it was surprising. But it was it was like it was okay. like a brief moment of surprise. But then I was like, yeah. okay, I guess, yeah, like it makes sense. The, <laughs> the pissing kid, yes, j- felt so it's so jarring, out of place. <laughs> <laughs> I I was shocked yeah i like i i lost like the next five minutes of that movie <laughs> because i was trying to process what i had just seen no that's fair. because because it wasn't like the camera cut to him and he was already pissing yeah <laughs> he he's naked on the street yeah. they're having this staring contest <laughs> without breaking eye contact yeah just starts pissing yeah and i it threw me for a loop. It is maybe it is the piss kid. <laughs> I I just I because I think <coughs> when that happened, I, I out loud went, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and so and I don't know if I did that with. <coughs> I mean, I probably did that with fucking Mexican American, but yeah, that's in its own world. Yeah, um, I don't know. <laughs> piss kid is good. <laughs> That they really threw it like this. This category was set until Piss Kid threw a wrench in the whole thing. I know. I the sex doll is good. The sex doll is good. The reason I picked that is because if I think about Thirteen Assassins and I think about that scene, yeah, it sort of has an explanation in the sense that it's supposed to be this like showing that this is just a regular village yeah and so there's just a naked kid running around pissing (laughs) it doesn't really make sense but at least it has like yeah whereas the sex doll there is zero explanation for it there's no there is no reason for that guy to have that sex doll I don't know why they blow it up with a rocket launcher. There is no, like... Yeah. And then it's just gone again. <laughs> Nobody mentions it. Nope. And that scene also has that line where that guy's like, 
check out this idiot or whatever. And then it cuts to a man skateboarding on his hands and knees. And it's like, that is the best moment in that movie. But it has zero explanation. So I don't know. But the piss kid is so good. That's I forgot about that really until I was making this category. Yeah. And then I was like, that's the one Grayson's going for. Yeah. I feel like, Power to that kid. I mean, that's a power move. That is a power move. Right? You're just, like, staring down some dude that, you know, is an assassin. Yeah. And you're just dicking balls out. Yeah. And then you just hard stream. If you if you ever want to intimidate somebody, that's the way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a good category. That was a fantastic category. Unfortunately, Damien Chapa did not win the Damien Chapa Award this year. Nope. Somehow, he <laughs> lost. But... Maybe in the future, yeah, he may win it. Another Damien Chapa movie. If we decide to torture ourselves, yeah, yeah, maybe we just make that like a, a rule. We have to watch one Damien Chapa one a year, one oh, a God. year. Ugh. By the end of the show, we would still have some left. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, uh, this next category is the Brendan Fraser Award for Ooh. Most Handsome Boy. Oh, okay. So here are the nominees. Okay, we've got Brendan Fraser in the Mummy, obviously. We've got Harrison Ford in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Fuck. We've got Keanu Reeves mm. in both John Wick and Constantine. Uh, we have Ram Charan in Triple R. N.T. Rama Rao Jr. in Triple R. And we've got Ma Dong Sok in Train to Busan. Train to Busan. Fuck. And then anybody else that you can think of. Yeah. But those, I picked those out as the most handsome boys. Fuck. You could also throw in Sean Connery and Dr. No. Uh, eh. Yeah, not not my type necessarily. I prefer but... him in Indiana Jones. No, that's fair. As an old man, <laughs> <laughs> he's a silver fox. What okay. can I say? Okay. <coughs> um, you could throw uh, disheveled Antonio Banderas in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, little sausage man. <laughs> little sausage guy. Um, I think I have my answer. Let me make sure I'm thinking of the right person. Fuck. Yeah, I've got my answer. Okay, let me see the names of... Because I need to see what these people look like. So, Ram Charan and N.T. Rama Rao Jr., Wrong. If you just look up Triple R cast, oh, yeah, it's the yeah. first two. Alright. <coughs> Alright, I think I got mine. Okay. I got I think I got mine. Uh, yeah, okay. Yep. I got mine. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Rob Fraser. Ooh, good. Yeah, I good. <coughs> It was a tie between Brendan and Harrison. Okay. Just because in those movies, it like the disheveled, yes, like yeah. sweaty oil mm-hmm. look. Yes. Right by the end of it. Oh. And in The Mummy, Brendan Fraser's got that perfectly floppy hair. Oh, exactly. Yes. It's the hair. It's the boyish charm. Yeah. I, oh. But I. The, when I when I saw those two from Triple mm-hmm. R, oh man, yeah, especially Ram Charan. Yes, he 
And the reason I'm going to give it to him, yeah. as opposed to uh, N.T. Rama Rao Jr., is because Ram Charan is the handsomest man I've ever seen with a mustache. <laughs> oh, yeah. He pulls it off. Yeah. Like, give him a beard doesn't work. No. He needs the stash. Just the, yep. Just the stash. Like, and in that scene, like, in the Natu Natu scene, where Yo. he's, like, teaching the other guy to yep. dance, yep. It's he's just, like, you just want to jump him. He's so handsome. Yep. Like, I know. You know, just, like, the, the prettiest man I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Well, and the <clears throat> I think in all of these cases, I think the other thing that really sells it is the just like open shirt. Yes, where yeah. we see just mm-hmm. man tit. Yeah, right. We get the cleavage. Oh yeah, and like Ma Dong Sok, I love him. He's, oh, he's, he's this big, yeah. you know, bear cub man. Yeah, but I love him more for his personality than yes. his look. You yes, know? yeah. And <laughs> Harrison Ford, classic, love him. Yeah. Keanu, love him to death. Lo- yep. Constantine's not his best look. Don't no. love short hair on him. No. I think he looks better with long hair. Yep. And uh, in John Wick 4, he's just beaten, beaten to a pulp. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, poor guy, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's my my reasoning. No, that's a solid, solid choice. Thank you. I liked yours and as him, well. And him dancing. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> All right. he's second. Maybe, maybe. maybe it's Brendan... Rom, mm-hmm. and then Harrison. That's fair. I think that's, that's fair. That, I think that's the order for I me. I like it. Okay. This next one's an interesting category. Okay. Um, Because I thought it would be smaller, but then looking through it, it's actually a, a pretty big category. Okay. Um, So this is best movie that passed the Bechdel test. Oh. It's it's a bigger category than you might think. So Really? Um, interesting. So okay. we've got Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Shockingly, that passes. <laughs> How? Um, Fury. <clears throat> okay. Train to Busan. Mm. The Legend of the Seven Golden Vampires. Uh, <laughs> Lost Bullet. Cleopatra Jones. And Rogue One. And, okay. Rogue One actually isn't too surprising. No. Ro- Some <clears throat> of these were surprising. Yes. I was surprised that Lost Bullet passes. Yes. But... It does technically have a scene where two female characters talk to each other about and something that's not a man. And they're both named. And they're yes. both names. Yes. Um, I think I, of these, I have my answer. I think I have my answer, too. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Fury. Train to Ooh, good. Okay. That that was one of my favorite, I think, zombie movies. I've ever Because yes. I've seen, like, I think World War Z. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know it's not a movie, but I've seen like a, the first few episodes of uh, Walking Dead. Oh yeah, Train to Busan was just so unique in how they yeah. handled like zombies. <coughs> um, and the effects were really good. Yeah, and the characters were awesome. Yes, I yeah. love the characters. Yeah. Um. And for really only being set in, like, two locations, yeah. Train to Busan is amazing. It is phenomenal. And that final scene where they're walking down the, like, tunnel uh-huh. is, and they're, like, like the, the military's just about to shoot them, but then she starts singing. I thought that was really good. Yes. It's got a good ending. Yeah. Um, Lost Bullet, though. Lost Bullet's great. I said Fury or because... Fury. Yes. Uh, I just love Fury, but... 
I think the lead performance is really good. Yes. And I like that it's a female-led movie. Yes. Where they don't... It's not commented on that she's a woman all the time. Yeah. You know, it's not like, I never thought a woman could fight like that or whatever. It's just like, she is a woman who can fight. Yes. And she is on a mission to save her daughter. And that's like... And that's... That's that's pretty much the Mm -hmm. whole thing. Like... And there, there's stuff in Fury that I don't love, but what I like about it overall is just, like, the action is really good. She's really good. Yes. And it feels like a movie with a woman in it that is, like, true to that experience, I guess. Like, it doesn't feel weird and, and like, a cartoonish... Like, for example, she doesn't go from being in, like, a, you know, regular outfit to being, like, a weird sexy outfit she stays in like her dirty clothes the whole time right which is like commendable i think and if we're talking about movies that pass the bechdel test i think it's the only one in this category that is like one step forward in like female-led action movies yes absolutely. and and i commend it for that yeah no that's fair and a hard ticket to Hawaii sets um, <laughs> gender relations back about 90 years. <laughs> but it somehow passes the It does somehow test. pass. I think it even passes while the women are topless, which is kind of amazing <laughs> in and of itself. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. What a weird fucked up movie. Oh, terrible film. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I've got two categories now. <clears throat> okay. Back to back that are actor related. Okay. So um, this first one is the best Rachel Weisz movie. So we watched two movies with Rachel Weisz in it. Okay. Um, the first was Constantine. Oh, yes. And the next was The Mummy. Oh, fuck. Both very good. <sighs> yes, both phenomenal movies. But I think there's a clear winner here. I think, yeah. Okay. I, I don't know if, okay. We'll see. All right, All we'll right. see. Three, two, one the, the mummy. mummy okay Good. yeah 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 <laughs> <coughs> just a great movie it is it is so good and that was the first time that i ever seen that movie yeah this is actually the first time i'd seen either one of those movies yeah um yeah i just constantine is good yes the mummy's just better it is better it's just better yeah you're right um it's so there's not much to say about it. It's just no, a great movie. It's phenomenal. It's a classic. I could put it on right now. Yes, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's it's easily watchable. Yep. It's on in the background. You're mm-hmm. paying attention to it. You're not yep. paying attention to it. It's great no matter what. <laughs> you look up, there's Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Eye candy. Watch it once. Watch it twice. Watch it a hundred times. Who cares? It's great. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Agreed. Uh. So the next one okay. is um the best Donnie Yen film. Ooh. So we've got Yip Man 4. Yep. And we have... Uh, Rogue One. Yes. And John Wick 4. Oh, right. Oh, that's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. And then I actually have a surprise third category in this <coughs> subcategory. <laughs> okay, I think I have... I think I have my answer. Okay. Yeah. I also have my answer. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. We're going to go in three, two, one. John Wick 4. Ooh. Okay. Very good. Yeah. I, when I think of Donnie Yen, I -hmm. think of Yip Man. Yes. Right. And he does such a good job of filling that role. He does. And 
<coughs> his choreography is just so spot on and he's such a good fucking actor. Yes, he is. Um yeah, and his performance in that one is the best. I think yes. of all the movies. Yeah. Cuz he's um, old. Yeah. And he's sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um and and I think even like the the three movies leading I don't think I've seen the third one. That's the one with Mike Tyson, right? Yeah. You don't need to see that. Yeah. One. I've seen the the big fight in that and that's yeah. I think all I need. Um but the first two Yip Man films are mm-hmm. so good. Yes. And he does such a good job of like playing somebody who's in that position. Yes. It's so believable. Yeah. Um and he does a really good job of just being like the most humble motherfucker around yeah but then also being like if you fuck with me i'll kill you yeah um his his performances in rogue one and john wick also astounding yes so good yes but when i when i think of donnie and i think of yip man no that's fair i just think if this were yip man one versus john wick four yeah it would be different (laughs) but because it's these two I have to give it to John Wick for because yeah. he is he is the highlight of that movie. Yeah. Like there is so much good stuff in John Wick 4. Yeah. But every time Donnie Yen is on screen, you're only watching him. Yeah. Like that scene where he's in the Japanese, you know, yeah. compound and he's got the door like the motion sensor doorbells. Yes. And he's he's fucking getting dudes around the corner. Yeah. He gives that guy the wind up punch. <laughs> like it's, so, he's it's, so delightful. Yeah. And that movie is so good. That character has a great resolution. Yeah. Like he's so likable. He's, he's quippy. He's like, you're on his side, even though he's against John wick, like, you want him to win. Like yeah. just such a good movie. And he's such a highlight of it. That yeah, I, Yip Man Four I love, but it's just, yeah. I, if I think about the Yip Man movies, it's not as good as one. Right, none of them are. No, but no. So if it was those two, I would give it to Yip Man One. But yeah. it's it's John it's Wick. John Wick Four in this case. That's that is valid. Now he he is. I forgot about the fucking doorbells. That was so cool. It is so cool. I like how he plays. If he's not playing Yip Man, he just mm-hmm. plays blind guys. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so funny. <laughs> he does it really well, though. He does. Um, and that wind-up punch is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He literally gives him the why I ought to. Like why I, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Um, okay. My next category. <coughs> I was surprised to learn that this category actually had more than one option. Oh. Um, it is the best Walton Goggins film that we watched. <laughs> oh, shit. Um so we have okay. Fat Man. Yep. And then we also have The Born Identity. That's right. Yes, he's one of the tech guys in that movie. That's right. As a, a very young Walton Goggins. Wow. I forgot. Yeah. I was re-watching stuff because I was making that TikTok. <laughs> and then he popped up and like there was like a clip with him in yeah. it. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot he was in that. Um, I mean, it's not really a competition. The Born Identity is a better movie, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I think I like 
here's the thing. I like Walter, and it might just be because Fat Man was like the last thing we watched. Yeah. But I remember Walter Goggins' performance in Fat Man better than I do in Born Identity. Well, yeah, yeah. Just because it was more ridiculous. Yes. But yeah, I think I think Born Identity. Also, I feel like I I don't want to correct you because I don't know if you're doing a bit or not. But his name is Walton Goggins. Walton. Walton. Not Walter. No, it's Walton. You said it a lot on the last episode, and I thought you were joking, and I didn't want the internet to get mad at you. His name's Walton. Walton? <laughs> what kind of fucked up name know. is that? No, oh, that poor guy. Hey, Walton, Walton, go change your name. That's why I call him Wally. Wally. <laughs> Wally Goggs. Um, Wally Goggs. I'll just call him Mr. Goggins. Mr. Goggins. Mr. Goggins, if you're listening. Yeah. We love you. Yeah. Um, Sorry for calling you Walter. It's okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you say something sooner? Because I thought you were doing a bit. No. I didn't want to ruin your bit. <laughs> Jesus. Well, fuck. Um, that's my bad. Yeah, I like. I like. I love him in Fat Man. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, with his little hamster. Yeah, his hamster and his weird <laughs> performance. He's great. But The Born Identity is a better movie. Yeah, it's just straight up better. Movie. Um, yeah, that was an easy one. Yeah, yeah just I. Th- I thought I'd throw that in there yeah. at the end. Okay, now. If you don't have any other categories. I don't think so. We've got our last three. Okay. So these are our last three categories. This one's kind of hard, this next one. Oh, shit. I'm just going to let you know. So this is worst movie of the year. Oh, brother. So we've got Lone Wolf McQuaid. Yeah. Mexican American. Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Jim Cotta. Paul Blart Mall Cop. Ballistic, X versus Sever, and Fat Man. This is this is tough, this one. This is really fucking hard. I do have my answer. But I'll let you think about it. <coughs> Shit. Fuck. And I think I have mine. Okay. Fuck. I'm ready. Alright, yeah, let's do it. Alright, we'll go in three, two, one. Paul, Paul Blart Mokop! <laughs> Oh, let's go. It's awful. It's so bad. It's so woefully bad. <coughs> it's not just boring. No. It's it's, it's unfunny. Yeah. I like there and I my reasoning is I was like thinking about all of the other movies, right? Yeah. And like some of the jokes in those other movies kind of landed. Yeah. I don't think I ever once laughed at Paul no. Bart. No. Uh-uh. I, and, like, the constant fat jokes. Yes. And, like, I know, like, he was kind of making them at his own expense. But I'm like, right. brother, it's not. <laughs> yeah. It's not funny. No, it's not. And, like, you don't be putting yourself down like no. that. It's, it's just stop. Like, and, <clears throat> and I can look at all these other movies and if I can't pick out something I like, I can at least pick out something I remember. Yes. Right? Like, Lone Wolf McQuaid, I don't like it. No. But it has <coughs> that weird villain, and it's yeah. got that just weird performance, and, like, it's just, it's got stuff in it, and, like, I like the score in Lone Wolf oh, McQuaid. Oh, yeah, like it's the, great. That, that spaghetti western, like, feeling to it. Mexican-American is inexplicable and weird <laughs> and terrible. It's infamous on this show. And... 
It's but it's we did a commentary on it, which I haven't put out yet. But yeah. it's like rewatching it. I was just a joyous experience. Just like it's painful, but it's like yeah. There's so many weird little things in it. Hard yeah. ticket to Hawaii is baffling. It's just the strangest bad. thing you might have ever seen. But it was fun to talk about. Yes. Paul Blart wasn't even fun to talk about. No. It was just two people going, you know how bad this is? Yeah. This is not even funny. <clears throat> no. It's like, Ballistic at least has that one good stunt in it. Oh, where yeah. that guy falls off a building. Yeah. And it has, I, it has Lucy Liu, which... Yeah. Even though she was put in, like, the worst acting role imaginable, she did her best. And she is just a treat to watch. Definitely. And Fat Man has Waltz and Goggins. Right. And he's the best. He is fun. And it's it's got the weird... It has a weird... It doesn't have a weird take. It's just an interesting take on Santa's elves. Yeah. But Paul Blart is just, just not even worth awful. your time. No. Not worth talking about. I wish we talked about something else. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's yeah. bad. I'm glad we agreed on that. <laughs> I know. Um, okay. This next one's our biggest category. Okay. So there's a lot of options here, and I probably don't even have all of them. Okay. But here we go. This is best movie of the year. <sighs> Shit. So. And I, I, so what I was originally going to do was I was going to put your score next to each one. Okay. So you would kind of have a gauge, but I don't want to sway you. Yeah. I want this to be your fresh Fresh. opinion after you've thought about it all year. Yeah. So here we go. These are the nominees. We've got Triple R. We've got Clan of the White Lotus. We've got Rogue One. Mm. Yip Man 4. John Wick 4. Raiders of the Lost Ark. The Fast and the Furious. The Mummy. Fury, Dr. No, The Born Identity, Mission Impossible, Ninja Assassin, Train to Busan, Zatoichi, The Blind Assassin, or The Blind Swordsman, 13 Assassins, and then I also wanted to, I didn't have it on here, but I wanted to add Braven, Mm. because I do remember you liking that movie a lot, and I wanted to, I think that's all I wanted to add. Oh, and also Cleopatra Jones, I'll throw on there as well. Yeah. And feel free to pull up your phone and look through the yeah. thing if you have to. Because <clears throat> I may have missed one or two. Yeah. Um. Oh, man. I went into this having an answer, so I'm already prepared. But Okay. This also isn't fair because I had much more time to think about this than you did. No, nah, that's fine. I mean, I was already kind of thinking about the best one because I knew that would probably be a category. Mm-hmm. Shit. That's hard. It is hard. We watched some bangers. I know. They're all so good. Fuck. Okay. Uh, okay. I don't know if you'll see this coming, but I think I have my answer. Okay. I'm I ready. It. I think I got it. All right. Okay. <clears throat> With that, we're going to go in three, two, one. Triple R. uh, Zatuichi. Really? That is fascinating. Okay. I did not see that coming. No. Go ahead. Um, It it took... It was one of those movies that I think kind of took me by surprise. Yeah. Because, let's see, it was... When did that movie come out? It was... It's really old. 1964. It was our oldest movie, right? Or 62. Yeah, it is our oldest movie. It's our oldest movie. And I think that's why it took me by surprise because I didn't expect it 
<coughs> you know, it's the 60s. Yeah. Right? You know, um, I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. Yeah. And I it, I really, really had a good, fun time watching it. Okay. Um, a Triple R is just fantastic. Yes. It was really good. I, you know, I'm a, I love a good, you know, musical. Yeah. Um, that's right. I'm calling Triple R fucking it musical. It is a musical. Um, but yeah, I, Zatoichi surprised me with how good it was. Yeah. And I, I found myself going, man, I really enjoyed that. And I didn't know if I really expected to, I, I expected to like it as much as any movie from that era. Yeah. Um, which is like a little bit, um, but it was, it just was really good. So yeah. Tale of Zatoichi. That's, that is very surprising, but you know what? I, I understand. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I have to go with Triple R. Like, just yeah. looking at the list, it's very tight. Yes. Especially because something like Raiders is so close to the heart. Yeah. The Fast and the Furious is great. Yeah. The Mummy. But Triple R, I, maybe it's recency bias, but it is the movie that more or less inspired this show. Yeah. Because it was so phenomenal but I had no one to talk to about it. And so I had to show somebody it like, yeah. just like, look at this. Like, yeah. and that's kind of the whole premise of the show is like yeah. me going, look at this. Right. <laughs> and yeah. it's just so it, it reinvigorated my love of movies. Like it, it made me excited about like where movies are. And it's like, anytime a movie can do that, that's a good thing. Like, introduced me to this whole other world of movies like i'd seen indian films before but like never anything like that right and just like you know people have their issues with it it's got little things in it that i don't love like it's length and it's like certain scenes that drag on for too long but it's a masterpiece and it's like it's so rare now i mean it's always been rare but it is rare for me now where i watch something and I'm the whole time I'm going, this is mm. it. Like, this is a master. Like, this guy went in knowing exactly what he was going to do. Yeah. And it's executed perfectly. Yep. And it's just like, and like, yeah, things like Raiders are that. But yeah, Raiders is, has been around for so long. And it's, it's, you know, a product of its time. Yeah. But Triple R feels fresh and it yep. feels interesting and fun Mm -hmm. and it's a voice we don't hear very often and it's just great it's just Mm -hmm. it's so many things that i love about movies and about people and just about everything and it's just yeah it's just everything i love no that's fair it it was a very very good movie and i think having it be our first episode and our first movie yeah was a good idea yeah and it's a watermark for what I wanted the show to be, yes. or what I want it to be, which yeah. is, we're talking about stuff that is, like, perceived a certain way, right? but I think has more value in it than people give it credit for, right? right. Yeah. And Triple R is the perfect example of that, right? People yes. think of Indian films this certain way, yes, and it's like, s- s- making somebody sit down and watch Triple R... I think would change most people's minds about yes. what that is or what that means. I don't know. I could wax yeah. poetic about it all day long. Yeah. But well, I think that's what 
I think a little bit of like what Zatuichi was for me because yeah. like I said, like a lot of movies from the sixties and I haven't seen very many, but I've, mm-hmm. I've seen like, you know, Star Trek from the sixties. I, I, I had this like perception that they were just kind of like meh. Right, because mm-hmm. we like just started making movies right. with sound. Yeah. Right. Um, and uh, and yeah, I, it just was like one of these things where like even what is it now? Sixty years ago, uh, people were still telling these really great stories. Yeah, and that's what I like about like the like old movies that are really good mm-hmm. because it reminds me that like great stories have always been a thing yes and yeah like there have been really good storytellers right and i think that was zatuichi for me yeah no that um, makes sense and so it just i was like damn yeah it it really was very good like i when you had told me about triple r yeah I, I kind of already had an expectation going in that, okay. like, oh, this is going to be good. Yeah. Uh, blew those expectations out of the water. Yeah. Uh, and it, it just, I don't think, I don't think you could have said anything to prepare me for how good it was. Right. Because uh, I don't think the words have been invented yet. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, <coughs> it was really good. Well, I think you're right, too, in the sense that, like, Zatoichi... I think is not what people think it is. No. Because if I tell you, oh, it's a movie about a blind samurai. Yeah. People will have this idea of what that means. Yes. And I think certain people have this perception of like, if I say like it's a Japanese movie from the 60s, they're thinking like Godzilla. Yes. Right? Like corny. Yeah. You know, whatever. Unless you're like a cinema nerd or whatever. Right. But Zatoichi is like... It, ha- it is a really delicate balance of humor mm-hmm. and action and cinematography and mood. And it's also sad and, like, meditative. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the slowest movies we watched, but you don't feel like it's slow. No. You're watching it with this, like... I don't know. You're like, wow. Like... Yeah. You know, like... Th- and it's in black and white. And yes. it's like a... You know... It's not even in the language that we speak, and right. yet it it speaks to, you know... It transcends language. It, it does. It is a great movie. Yeah. And it did surprise me re-watching it, because I, I haven't seen it in so long that right. I was like, this is so much better than I remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you remember what my score was for that movie? It was high. I think it was like a high eight or a nine. That sounds about right. Yeah. But people should also remember, when we score things... On the show, we've usually seen the movie very recently. Yes. For you, it would be the first time very recently. Yes. So we haven't ruminated on it very right. long. Yeah. So always keep that in mind. Like, take everything with a grain of salt. Also, yes. the, the ranking's just for fun. It's yeah, not really it serious. it doesn't really mean anything. No. Um, um, speaking of which, uh, this is our f- final category. Incredibly subjective. <laughs> in fact, we probably shouldn't be making this category. Oh, yeah, whatever. Um, we but can here do whatever we, go. we want. Best episode of the year. Oh, fuck. Oh, brother. I, I think I have my answer. Best episode. Oh. Ooh, I... Now, this can be what you think is the... Because you don't really re-listen to the show. 
I, I occasionally do. Occasionally, okay. Well, this can be either what you think is the best to listen to. Yeah. Or the most fun you've had recording or the most interesting. Um, again, I think I have my answer. I remember there was one episode that I remember getting home and I told my roommate, I was like, that was a good fucking episode we just recorded. Okay. Fuck, but I can't remember. See, I always think like, while we're recording, I'm always like, this is a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always like, you're talking too much, Romero. Yeah. Shut the hell up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, I know it was a recent one. Okay. Let's see. What did we do recently? We did Paul Blart. Blech. We did Fat Man. Fat Man, Paul Blart, 13 Assassins, Satoichi. Satoichi. Train to Busan. Was it an in-person or was it a remote? It was an in-person. Okay. Because the last... <coughs> we did Fat Man in person. We did Fat Man in person. We did Paul Blart. We did 13 Assassins. Assassins. Train to Busan, I know we did in person. No, we didn't. We didn't? No. The two... The Halloween ones we did remotely. Oh, okay. I remember that. Okay. And our Spy Trilogy we did remotely, too. The Oh, all three of them? Yeah. Oh, shit. I think I have my answer. Okay. Yeah, I think I have my answer. Okay, I have mine. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Train to Busan. Ooh, okay. All right. What's your reasoning? Um. Okay. Yes, Train to Busan. I don't know. That episode, it just felt good. Yeah. Recording that one. That's fair. Um, and I think, because we, I think we talked a lot about the art, like the artistry. Yeah. Of that movie. Um, well, I remember talking a lot about the production too. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. It just, it felt good. Yeah. Um, I know there, I know we had some really, what was, I know a lot of the, like, I think Hard Ticket to Hawaii was really funny and Jamkata was really funny. Yes. Hard Ticket to Hawaii is, re-listening to that episode, it's way funnier than I remember it being. Yeah. But, yeah, I just, I, because I liked Train to Busan so much. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, and I just think we had really good things to say. Yes. And so it just, it felt good. Okay. So. I think this one's harder for me because one, I am very hypercritical of myself. Yeah. And so because I'm the one who does the editing, I am like, by the time an episode is done and put out i have re-listened to my own dumb voice so many times that i'm like so sick of it yeah that i'm like it's hard for me to judge how good an episode is anymore yeah and i usually don't like there's episodes where i have a lot of fun but it's rare that i leave going that was a good one you know what i mean and it's not because of anything that you do or anything it's more just that like i'm so in my own head about like is this good am i doing a good job you know whatever but it's like yeah. By the end of it, I'm usually like, well, that was terrible, you know, but. <laughs> no, nah, it's fair. Jim Cotta in the moment felt good. Yeah. And it was funny in the moment, like, and it's funny to re-listen to. Yeah. But I think we did a good job in that episode of balancing, like, the funny with the production mm-hmm. history. Yeah. And talking about how, you know, what worked about it and what didn't. Right. Being critical. Being critical and, like. There's so many moments in that where we make really good jokes and like, it's just a great episode. A close second for me would have been Mexican American. Yeah. But we had mic issues in that one. 
Oh, really? And, yeah, and so when you re-listen to it, it's kind of rough to listen to. Ah, uh, gotcha. Same with um, uh, uh, Clan of the White Lotus. Oh, really? That is a fun episode, but yeah. my mic gets really wobbly in the middle. Ooh. And, and I sound like I'm in a cave. Uh-huh. Um, so that's annoying. But well, besides that, yeah, great episodes. Yeah. Well, that's it. Hell that's yeah. The, that's my last category. Hell yeah. Um, it was a good year. It was a fantastic year. A lot of good nominees. Yep. Um, sorry to all those who didn't win. Yeah, maybe next year. Um, just kidding. Yeah, yeah, just kidding. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but here's to, to 2024. Fuck, that's crazy. A whole new year. 2024. Let's, let's do this for at least one more year. Yeah, and then cancel it like a Netflix show. Yeah, we get greenlit for season two, and then we tease season three, and then it never happens. Yeah, and then it never happens. <laughs> or we do season three, and the budget's like half as much. Yeah. So we do like one episode a month. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they're shit. Yeah. Um, um, one thing I'll say for this podcast. For this podcast. For this podcast. I don't know why I started doing this voice. but <laughs> <laughs> I would say, if you're a brand new listener to the show... Um, for some reason you started here why'd you do that <laughs> um, go back go back but i would say this show has gotten better as, uh, yes as we've gone yeah i would say our last few episodes are some of the best we've done yep um and i, I i'm glad people are jumping on now that we're doing it this way <sighs> yes um but it's only going to get better yes i have so many plans for the new year hell yeah um interesting movies to talk about and things we're going to do yeah i'm excited it's gonna oh, be same. fun it's gonna be our best year ever Hell yeah. Year two. This, um, this, in some some cases, like Shrek, the sequel is always better. It is always better. This year will be better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening. Hell yeah. Uh, if you like this show, what uh, what should they do? What award should they give us? Uh, the five-star award. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it's where you give us five stars. Yes. Uh, or if you're on YouTube, the thumbs up award. Yes, the thumbs up award. Like it. The comment award. Comment award. Comment. The share award. The share award. <laughs> <laughs> the the rate us on the things award. Yes. Um, if somebody could do me a favor, just one person. This is all I'm asking. Give us one more review on Spotify. Please. We are currently at seven, and that is bugging the hell out of me. Yeah. Seven is such a random number. It's yeah. Like eight is not that much better, but at no. least it's even. Yeah. Like, can you at least just give us eight? Yeah. Please. <laughs> please i don't need the rating to go up it yeah you can review it whatever you want but just yeah. one more would be nice that'd <laughs> yeah. be great thank you yeah um yeah go follow us on all the mm -hmm. the things instagram tiktok facebook yes we have an email we do have oh, an email and we have do is that a poll thing still up that google uh thing uh, yes <laughs> i didn't actually make it yet oh um i did say leave the clip in that episode where i said i was going to yeah um to encourage myself to do it and then i forgot ah, um excellent so it will be up this time definitely wink um, <laughs> there you go but yes if you want to submit a suggestion we will have a google uh Thingy. survey thing in the description just click on that and you can uh, suggest a movie for us to watch yeah um like grayson said send us an email vivalaaction at gmail.com uh he uh, they said all the socials already but yep. tiktok instagram facebook um those are the big ones yeah oh i want to say too if for some reason you are interested in my movie opinions and you want to follow me specifically you can follow me on letterboxd um 
I have started a list of every movie I'm going to watch in 2023. Or I'm sorry, 2024. So you can follow me over there. I think you just search Santiago Romero. I pop up. Um, I'm one of like four. So <laughs> you, you'll find me. Yeah. It's got a picture of me in 0.5 perspective. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You can follow me over there. Um, you can follow Grayson around the streets of Albuquerque. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't really use I'm, the only real social media I use is TikTok and Tumblr. So yeah, yeah. follow <laughs> Grayson on Tumblr. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Don't do that. Protect their privacy. Yeah. Um, I, I repost some weird shit over yeah, there. So a tentacle porn. It's yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, hey, you don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you'll find Grayson uh, browsing Tumblr for tentacle porn. Yep. And you'll find me. <laughs> Uh, waving a Vienna sausage above my head, uh, screaming hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Yep. And we'll talk to you next time. Adios. Bye. Okay, this is now after the credits. Ah. This is a special um, post-credit scene for the podcast Ooh. where I tell you what we're going to watch next week. Ooh, oh, excellent. Um, okay. So I've made up my mind. Okay. We're going to watch Conan the Barbarian. Conan the Barbarian. Okay. It is a 1980s film starring one Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ooh, I don't think I've ever seen an Arnold Schwarzenegger Well, that's film. good because we haven't watched one on the show yet. So this will be our introduction. Um I need to set a reminder. So it would be like the third, or I'm sorry, the 14th. 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 So then. That'll work. If you want to watch it on the 13th. <laughs> can do, can do. Let's see, let's see. Alarm. Um. Oh, God. Paul. My last alarm was for mm. Paul Blart Mall. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I gotta get rid of that. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Um. But it's a it's a 1980s sword and sorcery film. Ooh. Um, it'll be our first fantasy film. Excellent. Uh, I wanted to watch it because it's kind of a cold and bleak film. Yeah. And it's perfect for the cold and bleak that is January and February. Yes. Um, what, what is it called again? Uh, Conan the Barbarian. One N or two N's? One N. It's spelled like the comedian, Conan. Conan. I don't know. And then Barbarian is spelled like Barbarian. Conan the... <laughs> No, oh, no, I thought it was spelled <laughs> like something else. Barbarian. It's C O N A N, Conan. Conan. Okay. Conan the Barbarian on the 13th. Done. And uh, yeah, we'll watch that. And then after that. So are you aware of the sword and sorcery genre? No. Okay. Sword and sorcery films are kind of like, um, well, kind of like Conan the Barbarian, but they're like. They're mostly like 1980s films okay. that are like, you know, it's like big muscly men and they yeah. have a sword and they're in the <laughs> desert and they're fighting a wizard or whatever. Um, okay. So I kind of wanted to do like like a sword and sorcery film, which is why we're watching Conan the Barbarian. Okay. And then I wanted to switch gears and watch something else. Okay. Um, so I don't have any ideas yet. But since it's February, I was thinking some sort of like romance film Ooh, that's also okay. an action film. Okay. Um, so we'll have to think about that, but yeah, I'll do, I'll do some research. Okay. That's, that's, 
an insight into our future. Excellent. Um, yeah, this is the extra bit. I don't have uh, an intro, yeah. outro, or intro, or intro. Um, so whatever. Thanks for listening. Yep. Bye, bitch. Adios, <laughs> motherfucker. Ah, <laughs> uh, hell yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Brother. Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> My hair is pulled back like I'm an American psycho. Okay. There you go. Stop exposing those pale eyelids. There are so many. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what's that? What the fuck? It's a video about apes. Oh. About primates. Excellent. About those scary looking ones <laughs> that can pull their lips back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My mom. No. Wait. <laughs> I'm supposed to say your mom. Yeah. Your mom's too nice. Yeah. For that. I'm so loud. Why am I so loud? Because your volume's up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my. Why am I so. There we go. That's better. There we go. Now we sound the same. Whoa, hey. Whoa, hey. Okay.